Awesome. Hey, good day, all of our friends. Uh, I've got my uh, friend Caleb Clark with us, and uh, he is uh, on staff here at Heritage Custom Painting as our content manager. Uh, he's been with us for now moving just past two years, and uh, I'm excited to have him on the podcast today. Uh, he's actually the one who produces this, so he gets to produce and be part of it today. Yeah, I'm producing it as we're recording it. That's why my computer is right nice. here in front of me. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Uh, so, um, in the world of not being just a painter, uh, we want to talk about some of those things. And, uh, one of those things that really has excelled our business at heritage custom painting is the world of digital marketing and, uh, content being written and, uh, and video content, and then specifically search engine optimization or what is also known as SEO. So some people don't always know exactly what that is. So let's let's dig into that. Let's talk about, let's go back, Caleb, to you first coming to Heritage and maybe kind of the why behind your, why are you here? Uh, yeah, how did, how did that start? Yeah, so it's a funny story. Um, my dad messaged me one day and said, hey, my buddy Jason is looking for someone to do uh, IT stuff and like writing and like video stuff. And he's like, uh, the boy does all that. That's yep. his name for me. Yeah. Uh, so he calls me and says, right. you should get a hold of Jason. Uh, I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll get around to it, dad. Yeah, and then yeah. I didn't. And yeah. then you messaged me and be like, hey, your dad talked to me and said you might be interested in yeah. this. So um, then we just have an interview. We had a little conversation. I kind of went over my experience. I've got mm -hmm. a decade of experience in freelance writing, writing about all kinds of topics. Yep. Um, and then... Yeah, and then I came on board. Yeah, that's actually a fun memory to think back on that, and it's fun to, you never know, uh, your dad knows everybody, you yeah, know, and everybody knows, knows everybody. your dad, and uh, and so uh, it was fun to just kind of throw that out there in the Facebook world, I think it was on Facebook, and uh, you know, he responded to me, and so it's just neat to see one, you know, God just kind of pulling those things together, and uh, just, just a lot of fun that way. Um, so you're here. And um, uh, we're now like, why are we writing content? Why does it even matter, right? It's like the big question is like, why would I want to write a blog? Why would I want to do that? And I, I can, I know kind of the why, but I'm gonna let you kind of answer to our listeners why. Yeah, so in that interview and then the first week or two of me being here, mm -hmm. uh, you give to me a book called They Ask, You Answer by Marcus Sheridan. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, Marcus Sheridan is a very successful digital marketer and his whole philosophy around how to promote content, how to create content that people are going to look for is to answer questions about your business and yep. not in a salesy way, just in a genuine, honest way. So right. he started off selling fiberglass pools. Yep. So he would just write very clear information about how much they cost, the cons of fiberglass pools, yep. uh, maintenance issues, uh, and he just answered everything he could and he does a really nice job it just talk a little bit about the book he does a really nice job because for me I'm, i don't always love to read books but it's a very story mm -hmm. storied book and so as you're reading it you'll see exact illustrations of of stories that, that he had and how he dealt with it so sorry i interrupted yeah no you're fine he does an excellent job of like saying hey this is how it worked for me personally mm -hmm. and then also presenting data on this is how it also worked for my, now my clients who i mm -hmm. do the exact same stuff for right um, so yeah, that was an inspiring book and it was kind of the approach I wanted to take anyway. Mm -hmm. And it was just a matter of execution, mm -hmm. uh, because we had a, because of that book, we had a similar language and like a common 
uh, foundation of how we want to approach doing this. Sure. You know, it's interesting because our staff, uh, a lot of our staff, you know, has been a different, they're in, they're all, we're all in different locations as far as our expertise in regards to paint. Uh, but the, the fun thing is, is we get asked questions every single day, uh, almost the exact same questions over and over and over and over, you know, uh, how long is it going to take for that to dry? How long is, you know, how, you know, when will the paint show up? When will the painter show up? When will this happen? And, and on and on and on. And, and mo- those of you that listening that own service uh, companies or painting companies specifically uh, know that to be true about your company. Like, you know, how long is this going to take or what's this going to cost or whatever. And that's all we did mm-hmm. is we just made a list on a dry erase board of all those questions and then started answering them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's not difficult. And it honestly, what it has done is it has helped us save our breath <laughs> mm-hmm. right we put it on the paper exactly and that's kind of the way i've viewed it um mark sheridan talks about it in the video mm-hmm. section specifically of the book but i kind of took it wholeheartedly was uh video is an is an asset to sales mm-hmm. and i just took that as everything i produce uh, supports sales mm-hmm. uh, and if i can save a consultant from answering a question again and again and again sure that's a win for us um, so I, let's break that down real quick before you go. I mean, and I'm interrupting, but yeah. like, let's look at um, how is it, how do we a- apply that? How do we make that an asset to sales today? Like, what are some of the steps that we've done? Obviously, you write a blog, you have that available. People can go on your website. They can see that. Give us some practical application of how, how to then make that an asset. So what we've really started doing is we've started incorporating it into our pre-positioning and eventually just all of our emails mm-hmm. between clients. So when we when someone calls and they're like, we want an estimate, we're like, great. Uh, Krista will talk to the client, get a feel for what paint products are you feel, or what paint products are you interested in? Right. Um, or is it exterior, is it interior? And she'll actually email them lists of blog articles that we've written like, hey, here's answering some of the basic questions. We've made something called the 80% video, which is a video that answers 80% of the questions that most people have. Yep. Um, and we're like, hey, you should watch that. It's about 15, 20 minutes long on average, but yep. it goes through everything. And our retention data shows that upwards of 65, 70% of people who actually watch that video, watch it until the end. Yeah. So And, and, what, and, and it's fun because sometimes we'll get into some of those videos and and there, we'll talk about pricing. And, um, you know, it, it costs one thing to get somebody to, to call the phone or to, to ring the phone here at the office, right? And then it costs something else for us to send somebody to their house. And then it costs something else, you know. So there's all these costs that implications that go into it. But if somebody stops watching the video at the point where we've fa- started talking about the cost, price. Mm-hmm. the price of doing whatever we're going to do, kitchen cabinets or exterior inter- they stop watching there we know right then that they're probably not an ideal client mm-hmm. and they're not our, our perfect avatar of a client so uh, that's part of the value in having even that out there is like how much is it going to cost well it's going to cost you know in this range and, and you know being specific is never uh, an ideal situation but because there's so many variances but at least giving a range Setting an expectation. Mm-hmm. Setting an expectation. So, yeah. Um, so, all I'd say, like, there's an SEO component to what we do, and we might talk about that here in a second. Yeah. But uh, we push a lot of the content onto our clients. Yeah. The other way I like pushing it, because you exam- you said about the uh, uh, 
the email, I'd love to push it through text message. People are hot on their text mm-hmm. message, and they and so we can copy those those grab those links and share them, and then it's right there in their you know in their uh, te- text world. They can click on it and mm-hmm. see it. Uh, and such a, an amazing tool having that technology. Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. So the way I kind of view, the way we approach this side of what I do, the content marketing side mm-hmm. and SEO in general is a mid-funnel marketing channel. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by mid-funnel? It means that people are already aware they have a problem. In our case, they want something painted and they're looking for solutions to it. Right. Um, SEO and, con- and content marketing uh, more broadly can uh, activate new leads, but it's m- what I'm trying to do is more geared towards people who are already looking for solutions. Right. And the more we establish ourselves as the expert and the more we make that uh, learning journey easier for them, the mm-hmm. more likely they are to come to us. Yeah. Yeah. So you got the mid funnel, then you got the top of the funnel is just people that are just kind of looking mm-hmm. and they don't know if they want to buy. And then you got down here at the bottom of the funnel, the, the, uh, they're pushing through and uh, getting... Anyway, they're ready. They just need ready. to find the right solution yeah the right solution so and that mid funnel is just giving them kind of an idea of okay this is where it's at and do i like this company do i like do i you know connect with their values or what their their focus is so i love i love 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 this angle from a sales standpoint both chase and finney and myself uh when we merged we neither one of us were hard sales like 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 i will say i use the car salesman like you know we were never none of us were like that and the value there is a time and a place to say hey you know let's go let's let's this is you want this is what you want you know Mm -hmm. but uh for both him and i we would say that we are um more of a consultant Mm -hmm. and that's why we call our salespeople project consultants and uh we walk them through that and uh and so they were educating, right? Mm-hmm. And that is such a value, I think, as, as a company is just to educate, just to present options. Uh, if we're not the right fit, you know, we understand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there might be somebody else that is. Um, 99% of the time, we're the right fit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so that's the, that's the thing I love about the content marketing angle is, is representing all of the options and just giving answers that way. So, yep. And it's delivering that value based content because it's not, I mean, it is about supporting sales and making it easier, but it's also about establishing trust. Mm-hmm. Like when you're just transparent and you just say what you need to say clearly yep. and concisely, yep. that establishes a rapport with clients that they really appreciate. And if you maintain that through the whole process, mm-hmm. I, I think according to our data, yep. it works. Yeah. We no, win. That's awesome. So, you're a professional writer is very clear and um, uh, you've been growing in your other skill sets the uh, we're all growing all the time in all of our skill sets but uh, let's let's talk about you've got here kind of one of the topics is to talk about you know how do you do this if you're not an expert for sure <laughs> you know maybe you're not an expert writing writer or you're not a, an expert in the topic kind of what are we doing there yeah so I have been a professional writer for about a decade. I've been mm-hmm. freelancing for all. I've written about cars. I've re- I wrote mostly about consumer tech, so that's iPads, smartphones, laptops, etc. Uh, I didn't know anything about any of that starting any, starting out. Uh, but what I found that I was good at, and what I think most content marketers and content writers are, is they're very good at filtering information. Mm. So no, I'm not an expert painter. 
I came here. I didn't know anything about paints. <laughs> I don't. I didn't know what cutting it is. I don't know. I still don't know how to roll. Right. Um, right. But what I can do is I can observe and I can mm -hmm. listen and I can filter that through. Um, one example, uh, not to brag, but one part where I thought I was pretty clever was we have a blog post about two-in-one paint primer. Mm. Uh, what's our opinion on paint primer? Don't love it. Don't love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what I what I try to do is I try to understand, because you guys have technical reasons for mm -hmm. why you don't like it. Right. And what I try to do is I try to listen to that. I try to understand, and then I try to connect that with something a bit more common knowledge. Yeah. So the analogy I created in that blog post is paint and primer is two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, your hair will be clean, but is that is, <laughs> is that, that the best option? The same as right. shampoo and conditioner, right? No, not at all, right? Uh, so I think it's about trying to make things. And I'm sure there are painters in the comments being like, <laughs> "That's not even remotely the same." Right. But to a con but to like an every person, they'll be like, "Oh, okay, no, that makes sense." Two in one, yeah. Shampoo and conditioner is not the same. Well, and and one of the things is is it is very. I've had paint suppliers say it's marketing strategy, mm -hmm. and so. Uh, apart from the fact that they just don't perform the same, it, there, it is legitimately a marketing strategy just to try to lure in the uh, DIYers and get mm -hmm. them to buy that product at an elevated price. And next thing you know, you find out what you find out is that product is actually just um, a nicer, a higher quality product. Not mm -hmm. you know. So, and they're never talking about in that specific example. And I know we're just talking about you know, these general ideas, but in that specific example, we're never talking about um, painting an entire wall that's never been primed before mm -hmm. uh, with uh, that product, but rather, you know, spot priming. And that's, that's what they would, that was what they, where they would narrow that down to. So, but the guy, the point is you've not been an expert in paint, Nope. but it's deciphered, whittling that down. Yeah. And it's trying, it's trying to find the actual message. So I listen to experts. I listen to you guys talk at our meetings. I, mm -hmm. when you're just in the hallway talking about product, I'm listening mm -hmm. to you. Yeah. Um, and it's about just distilling it. I view content writing and the content I create here as a filter. Yeah. So I'm filtering it through for a way that most people can understand. So if somebody doesn't have a Caleb Clark on staff, Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the guys that might be listening to this are are they are experts. They have had years and years of experience actually applying the product, uh, but then they might not be experts in um, putting that onto paper or whatever, or or even the back end of you know backlinking and doing all those things, and keep you know putting in keywords and all that stuff. So, what does a company do? How can a company excel? You know, if they don't have a Caleb Clark, they don't have the budget space to maybe either do that or how, how can a company get these things done? Well, I mean, you have a couple of options. A, you can kind of just try to write it yourself, but I know writing for some people is very intimidating. Um, mm -hmm. Most people don't consider themselves right. writers. Right. Uh, there, There is a, now there are like AI assisted ways to do it. You're going to get variable results on that sure. and then eventually probably legal issues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a whole nother topic with that for another day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then the other option too is just hiring a marketing company to do it. Uh, generally speaking, depending on how much content you want to make and the specific angle, it might be cheaper than just having someone on staff full time. Sure. Um, so yeah, I want to, I want to go into that. Let's go into that. Like what, what, so somebody's watching, they're listening. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. You're getting a lots of, um, leads and let's talk about that in just a second but what does it generally cost 
uh, for a company to hire a company to to do this kind of stuff? Does that make yeah, so that really depends on scale. It depends on how much content you want to do and how good the company is at what they do yep. and whether or not they're a startup or they're established. Yep. Generally speaking, so from my professional writing days, um, minimum you're going to pay for like a good writer mm-hmm. is 10 cents a word. Okay. And that's someone who was not doing keyword research. That's not someone who's thinking about a content plan. Um, debatably not even doing SEO optimization. Uh, that is just someone who you're like, hey, I want to write a blog post about this. And then I'm like, God, 10 just, cents a word. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good, that's a good, great baseline. And so... Which usually ranges, so if you're starting there, you're looking at 50 to 100 to, if you're going really long form, $150 per article. Okay. Yeah. So because you're looking at a 300 word article mm-hmm. of sorts that, you know, defines you know, whatever it is you're wanting. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, can, let's talk about kind of some of the data as to how this has helped us and, you know, how, you know, we started with zero, <laughs> I shouldn't say zero, but uh, almost zero, well, maybe zero organic traffic mm-hmm. website that was fairly new Mm-hmm. Um, we're about ready to be ready for a new upgrade, but a, a website that was fairly new and not any blogs on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a couple, well, I think we maybe a, had a handful and like handful. one that was doing pretty decent. So. so, you know, where did we go? Where did we, where we started? Where'd we go? Where are we at? Yeah. So when I started, I started in August of 2021. Yeah. We were getting five to 800 views a month. Uh, which is not bad to be honest mm-hmm. uh, for like a brand new site and we weren't really doing anything on it yeah uh, most new sites get zero yeah um, and according to SEMrush which is the search engine data software thing I use uh, you're getting about 200 organic searches so people typing in keywords and heritage showing up in the results yep. usually heritage was what they really came for yeah yeah so what I did was the first thing I did was I went through and I just optimized everything a little bit. I put in H2s with the keywords. I put keywords on blog posts because mm-hmm. they, they weren't necessarily optimized for that. And then right off the bat, we had one, that post that was doing fairly well, getting four or 500. It jumped up to like six, 7,000 views a month. Wow. Uh, so, and that was, that was 90% of our traffic for like a year. And that's being influenced because of, well, obviously keywords and all that stuff, but but Google's recognizing that. Yep, and it was it, it was a pretty well written post anyway. I just went through and I optimized it for Google to find, mm-hmm. and then Google just picked it up, and uh, that was a big winner for us. Uh, yeah. Like I said, like for a while, it was like upwards of ninety percent of our content. Right, and then because the thing that came to mind too is content marketing like this and SEO in general is a long game. Right, you might see results in three months, like we did. But say that say that one more time because that's really big. SEO is a long game. It's, it's a, a marathon. Game. It's not a sprint. Right. Um, because you're putting pieces together. It's putting a puzzle together. You're putting pieces out, and it slowly starts to come together. And the more it comes together, the more Google's going to recognize that. Yeah. Um, so you might see results in three months like we did. In general, six months to a year is yep. when you're really going to start seeing results, and you're really going to start seeing that payoff. And that's what happened yep. for us. I think for us, it was around 15, between 15 and 18 months we just kind of exploded. And like yeah. content that I was like, why isn't this performing well? Started performing well because yeah. you have to go back, you have to backlink it, you have to relate all this stuff together. Yeah. 
Uh, so it is really about having a long-term vision and staying the course, even if you're like, we don't feel like it's working yet. Yeah. It's going to take time to work. Yeah. No, that's incredible. And I think it's really fun. It was such a fun thing to watch at. And I really appreciate Caleb and his hard work to, to be able to show us the data and to see, a, you know, just knowing, okay, be patient, keep working diligently every day, little by little. Uh, increasing, adding, and and our staff actually, you know, they wrote blogs, and then you would fan the flame of those blogs that were written, and that's another way that a company can do that. They can, you know, invite their staff to write blogs, mm-hmm. just write down the question that is asked, and write a three hundred little thing on how to answer that, right? At whatever it is, yep. two hundred to three hundred words, and how to answer that, and then, you know, then have an expert uh, put in the keywords and and all that stuff to make it. Because a really a really good writer is really going to be able to take any amount of information and run with it. Uh, we we have people on staff who aren't they don't consider themselves writers. They don't want to write a paragraph. Right. Uh, so I would when I was trying to get content from that, I was like, just write down three bullet points. I'm going to ask you this question. Give me three bullet points, and then yeah. I would spin a whole 500 word article out of that. Nice. Uh, and a good content writer is going to be able to do that. They're going to understand how to structure it and make a story out of it. Right. All right. So. We could talk forever, but we shouldn't about written content, and I love that topic. Let's switch and turn the tables to you towards uh, video content. Uh, and yes, one I mean, last thing before we oh yeah yeah sorry before we do the hard switch. So we we're getting off, we're getting around five six hundred views a month. Yeah, that post exploded. We're getting like five or six thousand views a month. Okay, great. Now, almost two years later, we're averaging about thirty seven hundred searches appearing in thirty seven hundred searches a month with an average of about 10,000 unique visitors a month. So that's incredible. That's incredible in two years. And okay. And, and I apologize. I shouldn't start jumping so fast. I didn't get the final answer, (laughs) but so, and then, you know, obviously we're paying for, you know, some Google, um, paid services in there, got LSA and you got uh, PPC pay-per-click and, and some other things. So we're paying about for about 50% of our leads. Uh, from there, and I believe now we're bumped to about 50% of those are from organic, mm-hmm. as best we can tell. And so the work that Caleb has put in and the rest of our team to writing blogs and doing all of that has is starting to pay off, you know, two years later uh, or even before that. Um, and we're get, and so if you get you know, 30 leads a month from Google, which you mm-hmm. know, and 15 of those are are organic. I mean, that's going to pay off. Or, and content never sleeps. Exactly. Organic being like you don't have to pay for the click onto right. the website. So, and I one of the things that you know a lot of companies don't think about and is their brand. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a totally different topic, but you know, branding is is really a big deal. And you know, for Heritage Custom Painting, we have a decent brand locally. Um, you know, we're looking at a brand refresh, and that maybe will help us. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of boost all those um, direct searches so that they know exactly where they're searching versus, you know, painter near me mm-hmm. and then uh, finding finding a spot there. So, all right. Are you ready to do a hard yeah, switch? Let's do a hard switch. All right. Hard switch from written content to video content. Uh, what do you want to talk about there? Uh, we can we can really cover anything. Okay. What are you... What do you want to ask me about video content? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, one of the things that you know we're learning is that Google emphasizes different values, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Google's king, and it's okay to say that. So, 
what um, what is Google looking for when it comes to video content? Obviously, you got YouTube connected, um, you know, and all of those things. But what do we need to? What does a company need to do in order to really go to the next level past? you know, just the written content, what, what, what's the next step? What are we doing? Uh, really for us, what we're doing, we're like, we're just doubling down on the same thing, just in video form. Mm -hmm. uh, Google is the number one search engine in the world. Number two is YouTube owned by Google. Yeah. Uh, and it's not even the, the third isn't even close. Wow. <laughs> so for, and when you look at SEO on YouTube, it's very much the same stuff. People are going there to learn things. They're mm -hmm. learning, they're going for that mid funnel marketing. Yep. So it, for us, it's just doubling down. Google is also starting to prioritize written like blog posts mm -hmm. that have video components or other media components. So infographics or podcasts or pictures. Right. Uh, they're really trying to boost up content that has a multimedia facet to right. it. So you've got so many goods onto your website. They read a blog. They can click on uh, the play button or something that's embedded exactly. there. Watch a video that's there on the website. And the... Sometimes, and I've seen it where that video is almost word for word of what the blog is. Mm -hmm. And so that's okay. Yep, that's a-okay. Uh, because, yeah, that's what we do. We pretty much just do a word for word. At least right now, what we're doing is we're trying to make a video version of the blogs. And, yeah, that's fine. Videos are different than blog posts. Sure, so sure. it's not like we're copying and pasting a blog post and posting it on a different website. Right, right. So some people, you know, they look at all these technical things and they start really getting, you know, like you know, start sweating in the palms or whatever, and they're nervous and it's still so much work. It's not for me or whatever they're saying to themselves. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, they might need to outsource some of this, but like gathering the content, obviously you can go gather the content. What are some other things that we can do to gather content and then build these, these videos? Really the best thing, I mean, if you're on your own, you don't really have a content person to do it. Uh, just capturing it yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, what And you really just need to have an eye for how do I make this interesting and think about what am I trying to show people. Yeah. So for us, like if I'm trying to make a video and we're, I'm talking about prepping an interior wall, yeah. uh, I'm not going to stand 10 feet back with my iPhone and just have video of like the guy standing from this far away. Right, right. I'm going to get in close. I'm going to show what that sandpaper is doing to the wall. Yeah. I want to see the particles <laughs> yeah falling uh, because you you want to show you want to really show them what you're mm -hmm. doing because google over anything emphasizes value yeah is this helping the person that's searching for it yep so if you know, if people are like how do you prep interior walls you click on a blog post and there's a video showing it and a blog post detailing how to do it mm -hmm. that's providing value and google is going to recognize that and bump it so yeah, that's awesome so yeah i mean don't be afraid of doing it and and you know, one thing I learned years ago is just do something, mm -hmm. right? It's not going to be perfect. It, 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 yeah, it's not going to be perfect. Uh, our most popular YouTube video is not perfect, yeah. <laughs> not even remotely. Yeah. Uh, I Because we're pushing for video, I would say I'm a professional writer, mm -hmm. amateur filmmaker. Yeah. Uh, I'm My content is much better than it was when I started, Yeah. but it wasn't all that great when I started. Yeah, so. no, I, I'm not going to argue with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then you can also have some of your team um, get them, uh, get the video content, you know, um, and somehow get that, you know, the hardest thing I think that we struggle with and, and have, and we're going to grow through this uh, is um, 
where to store it, and there's there's uh, solutions to that. I think um, you know all of us have a million videos on our phone or mm-hmm. whatever, but some some people are technically more savvy than others, and so that that becomes a challenge. Um, um, on that note, it was like if you're really looking like you know I don't know how to get better, or I don't know how to make good video. Uh, we're currently training the staff on it, uh, and I'm just teaching them the way I learned, which was by watching YouTube videos. Right, and we lo- I love it because we call it the, Car- the Caleb Clark Show at staff meeting. So you come with a little video, and you're showing that. Uh, and I think our people, we got a we got a video the other day from one of our project managers, and and uh, he was trying to show an example of how he was uh, mimicking what Caleb had showed us, and and, and we all had a good laugh at that uh, because. It kind of looked a little creeper like, but but yeah, it, was, it was good. Yeah, but then also some of it is good. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, exactly. So yeah, the way I kind of approach everything, especially in this kind of video making space where I'm not quite as much of an expert, is just getting one percent better. I just want yeah. to get a little better at one particular thing. Yeah. So whether that's I want to learn how to do subtitling, I want to make TikToks, mm-hmm. I want to. Uh, for me, a big thing I just tried to get better at was like, I just want to edit a little faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're starting out on this, you don't have a budget, you're not hiring a company to make videos for you, mm-hmm. uh, give yourself a little bit of grace and just realize that if you just get a little bit better, if you just focus on doing one thing better yeah. in each video, a year from then you'll be tremendously better. I think it was about a year and a half ago you uh, had, we gave you a little bit of space at a staff meeting to talk about just anything, and you brought that up, and I think that that's been very impactful. I've watched you uh, live that, just do 1% better, little by little, and I think that those are, those that are listening, uh, there's two things, that, 1% better, and then just execute. Mm-hmm. And if you don't execute, if you don't take that step, you, you're not going to go there. So if just you're not execute. executing, you're not getting 1% better. Yeah. So, yeah. So. You, can, you can watch the videos all day. You can read the blog posts all day. Yeah. You, you can theorize all day about how to be better, but you won't get better until you do it. And it, for me, sometimes when I get myself <laughs> painted into a corner and my back's against the wall and uh, our company has, those are real pain points. You're feeling that pain. You don't know what to do. Um, you know, push it some many times those are the times where you get the most creative thoughts and you figure a way out um and you know we've had those with other aspects of our company uh but but especially when it comes to this you know just execute one percent little better Mm -hmm. every time okay are we ready for the announcement i yeah let's do it let's do it all right so those of you that may be watching maybe you're like ah yeah that's great i love what you're saying but uh there's no way in the world I would be do, able to do that. Well, we have a solution for you. So we're excited for that to be able to announce today. It's been a dream of mine for about four years and dream of Caleb's probably for as long. Um, uh, probably about a, six months ago, we both we just kind of began to think, what um, what are we going to do with what we, we're, we're seeing this success? What are we going to do with this? And uh, so I'm super excited to be able to announce today that uh, uh, we are now going to begin to offer, and that you helped me out with this, digital marketing through a company that we started uh, called GPS Media. Yep. So we're, it's a GPS Media. It's a digital marketing company uh, specifically focused on SEO content marketing. So if you've got blog posts that you want written, like you've got a burning passion to 
share information with your clients. We want to help you develop that. All the things that we've learned painfully and wonderfully over the last uh, two years, uh, really just kind of boiling those down into uh, a company that is going to be able to serve a lot of other, uh, whether you're mom and pop or, or and it, you don't can be in any kind of industry. You know, it might be paint. You might be in um, technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what would be some other people that would be looking for? Yeah. So anyone, it really depends on, because we have two facets of it. We've got the SEO side and we've got the content side. It really depends on what you're trying to improve. Because if you want if you want traffic and you want t- attention on your website, doing like a national SEO approach is good. That's especially good for e-commerce positions. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to start an online store, getting a national presence on SEO is going to be really important. Yep. If you're trying to just get more people into your store, getting more mm-hmm. of a local SEO approach, that's also something we work on a lot with our Google business profiles and so on and so forth. Or even if you're just trying to be like, I just want to have content to help my teams. I just want to have content to make the process smoother. We can do that as well. So how, if somebody, if there's a company out there that they want some GPS media help, how can they reach out to you specifically to get that help? Yeah, the best way would be go to our website, uh, gpsmedia.us. I'll leave a little thing on the video in the show description. Or you can just email me at caleb at gpsmedia.us. Again, I'll have that in the show notes and on the screen. Uh, that's going to be the best way to get a hold of me, and then I'd love to see what I can work out with you. Yeah, awesome, and we can and we can help you. Uh, it's been fun just already. We already got some clients that we're working with and uh, helping, and and uh, you know, again, it's the long game. Mm-hmm. Be patient, uh, but but I'm but I am providing free discovery calls for everyone. So everyone who's interested, I'll go on, I'll talk with you, I'll look at what you have so far, and I'll let you know. A, if we're a good fit for you, and B, what we can do and what that kind of roadmap would look like. Yeah, and the success. I, I love it when you have that discovery call because you sit down with them and you show, you say again, the success that we've had here at Heritage and how that can you know translate to their company and you know what does that look like for their legion? Because at the end of the day, everybody wants just leads. We just mm-hmm. lead, lead, yeah, lead, leads, leads. Yeah, lead generation. Exactly. It's like okay. Uh, Yes, we want leads for you, but it also there's more to it than that. And mm-hmm. There's more value that can be added. So absolutely. So let me. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Let me. Uh, let let us help you. Hashtag find your way. Nice. Today. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. The hashtag. I like that. <laughs> hashtag find your way. Uh, love it. And uh, and uh, our uh, you can check out our logo on our Facebook page or on the website, and uh, it's just got that uh, you know that little GPS. Uh, pin drop is what it's called, I guess. So, all right. So let's uh, wrap this up. So why are you at Heritage? Not the technical reasons, but are there any other reasons that why you would say you are at Heritage? So I would say probably the big reason I've stuck around is. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. Thank you for the emphasis. (laughs) Um, But I think one of the reasons I'm really drawn to working here specifically is the emphasis on culture and values. Mm. Um, I see you guys operate with integrity, mm-hmm. uh, and that's one of our core values at Heritage. Uh, you live it every single day, I feel. Yeah. And you're open to when things aren't working and how to improve them. Uh, yeah. There's a big emphasis on accountability that I really appreciate mm. I, at every level. Mm. Um, and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate what the company's trying to do and trying to standardize and professionalize the industry that's a mission that I can really get behind and sure. I like being on the ground floor of. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, those are great. I love that. I'll always love 
asking that question and, and it's been different in every uh, podcast so that's 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 really cool love that uh all right the last question i have for you is uh, this comes from the dream manager what does caleb clark dream about when he you're writing or when you're thinking or you know because you do a lot of thinking as, as you're writing or preparing for that and you creating whatever what do you dream about now you're you and I are very similar in the fact that we're kind of visionaries and creatives and, and dreamers and that kind of thing. So what anyhow, what do you like to dream about? Yeah, so uh, I'm one of those people where I dream about a lot of things. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I get little mini dreams like, wow, this would be really cool to do. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's something I love and hate about myself. But overall, like Fair. the common trends of what I dream about, uh, I have a dream of being a published fiction author. Mm. Uh, I've written a handful of books. Uh, I think one of them is pretty good now. So That's awesome. <laughs> and I I really wanted to go to film school, mm. really wanted to make films. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my life obviously just took a little bit of a different course. But I'd really hope maybe here in like 10, 15 years mm. to start a media company or like a film production company sure. and either in like a producer or a director role get into that yeah and in you, a different stage of my life so um so you've written one book i've written three books three books um one also, of them is maybe pretty good so yeah. <laughs> you also um do a lot of volunteering and work with different theaters and stuff like that mm-hmm. so you get you have that production mindset and, and awareness um that's awesome. I love that. And and from my standpoint, as you know, being kind of your boss, um, you know, I'm kind of, one of my dreams is to help our staff's dreams come true. And so, I'm not sure how I'm going to help that, come <laughs> through, but we'll work on it. So we'll have to think about it. But uh, I do I do know some publishers, but we'll see where it goes, one step at a time. Yeah. So <laughs> all right, awesome, Caleb. Thanks for being with us on not just a painter, and. Um, and uh, sharing all this great content about content. And uh, so I really appreciate you coming in. And um, if, again, like if anybody needs uh, support on any of this, whether it's just asking questions, reach out to Caleb. He'll have that in the the tag there for how to reach out to him. But uh, if you want further help uh, through GPS Media, let us know. So we'd love to help you. Thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. Thank you.